Zodiac Bitches. I'm Maggie B. And I'm Maggie D. We are a comedic mystic podcast for mystic newbies by mystic newbies. We are just slowly getting into mysticism with all of y'all. Our first segment, Witching and Bitching. Witching and Bitching. We're a couple of witches. Here's some chit chat. I guess, okay, so we have one write-in that spilled over from last week. Not Nahal or Astrology, just a write-in. But then I also wanted to tell you, like, so we're like, maybe the world's coming back. Who's to say? I don't know. You know? I don't know. But I was like, I guess I should get new headshots because I got headshots, I don't know, three years ago. I don't really look like that anymore. My hair is really long and I don't plan on cutting it short for right now. Like, I'll cut some inches off, but I'm not going back to what it is in that headshot, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I look different. My face looks different. And so I'm like, ugh. I want to work with a woman. I had a male headshot photographer, and I did not like him. Yeah. I just think, you know, if you want to get into broad generalizations, male photographers are weird. <laughs> it's like, it's like too male gazy. Like, it's literally the male gaze, you know? Literally <laughs> the male gaze deciding how the acting industry is going to view you, which makes me mad like I'm like you don't get to choose how the world gets to see me (laughs) male photographer but so often they do right and they like he made weird comments none of them were like inappropriate but you know when like a man just says something where you're like that was weird yes constantly (laughs) I mean constantly (laughs) I was just like ugh, like okay I don't know I don't know how to find a headshot photographer I trust because the one photographer in Atlanta that I know a lot of women like the last time I tried to reach out to her I mean it was like three years ago but she was just she just was like oh yeah let's schedule time and then just ghosted me and I was like well now I don't want to use your business I mean (laughs) Oh my gosh, you know, we'll talk about this afterwards. Yeah. I might have someone for you, maybe. <laughs> but it's so funny that you said that because I had to provide my headshot for someone to use. And I realized that I took those headshots in 2017. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is unacceptable. You don't look anything like that anymore. It was before I knew like how to do my eyebrows. So they're just like giant caterpillars. Anytime I audition for anything, I'm like, look at these caterpillar eyebrows. (laughs) That's the impression that I give them. Yeah. And so I was on, I was like, oh, well, I'll just like put in on Instagram hashtag Atlanta photographer, because I was like, then it's going to come up. And so a lot of ones came up and some of them like you have to look for you. So like some of them were these beautiful headshots, but they were all people of color and they were lit 
perfectly. But then yeah. I found the one like redhead because I have to check for redheads, not just white people, for redheads. <laughs> and the one redhead was like only lit okay. And I was like, oh my God, the rest of these people though, their headshots are beautiful. Great for them. You know, and then I was like, oh, well, you know, this one looks pretty good. So I click on it. And do you know, it's the same fucking photographer I had hired three years ago. And I was like, no, I'm not hiring you again. No, I'm not going to do it. No, no, but don't I totally, do like, it. I totally like got myself. I was like, this is a good one. No, we're going to find you a lady identifying photographer. And that is going to be your new future in the business. But I, I really had the same thoughts because I was like, the world is going to maybe open back up again, like at some point this year. And I do want to audition. Like, I'm feeling that bug, you know, that I had not felt in a really long time. Like, to be honest, I was like, I don't really want to audition anymore. I'm, like, done with it. It's pissing me off. But now I'm feeling again, like, I want to, let me try my hand. (laughs) Let me fulfill myself autistically with this, you know, energy, which is nerve-wracking, you know, makes me want to throw up energy, which is why I hate auditioning so bad. But... I'm excited about the world in the direction it's going. I don't want to say that broadly because there's many ways the world is going that I'm not excited about. But as far as like the distribution of vaccines, I'm like, we seem like we're doing okay. I was like, we seem like we're on the up and up. I think like, what did they say? It was like a lot of people got vaccinated yesterday. A ton, the most. I'm just going to make up a number. Six billion. Don't make up a number. No, no. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. If you can, go get vaccinated. I trust vaccines. I I do too. I do too. Anyway, now we have our, our one write-in, which I think ties in nicely because it is about the entertainment industry a little bit. Yes. So a lot of people who start listening to our podcast start from the beginning and then they listen all the way through. So when they first message us, we get these like great like throwbacks because they'll be like, oh, in this episode, you said this. And we're like, I trust you. I did. I don't remember, but I trust you. <laughs> so this person wrote in and they said, sorry for this unsolicited opinion, but I've been binging your show. And for some reason, it's very important for me, a Taurus, to convince <laughs> you that evolved Leos are really great people. I have a theory about why you guys don't like them. I think it's because you're meeting Leos in entertainment. Negative stereotypes about people in entertainment and the traits of unevolved Leos are so similar, attention-seeking, unnecessarily dramatic, etc. I can totally see why Leos who maybe aren't interested in introspection and growth would be into theater to feed their more negative tendencies. But just like negative stereotypes aren't true and there are millions of reasons people enjoy being in entertainment, it's also not true that all Leos have huge egos. I find Leos to be fantastic friends. You can't expect them to always be available to you, but they're great listeners and make you feel very seen and heard without judgment. That being said, I'd also never date one, so I get it. LOL. (laughs) Well, to me, this is just like, this is just confirming that we're totally right. Because another person even saw it. They were like, entertainment Leos? Yeah. Like, even without us pointing it out. So for me, this is just confirmation bias. Like, I'm like, someone else said it, so we have to be right. I mean, it's, and we were like, oh, thank you, you're so right, like, fight stereotypes. Later in the episodes, we do discuss this, like, that we think we, that's where the bias comes from. Um, But I just loved it. Absolutely. 
It cracks me up because I was just thinking about, because we were reading this write-in that, you know, obviously someone who's binged us from the beginning <laughs> and how much we've changed because we were talking to a patron. So anytime that you join our Patreon, like we have a little meeting with you. And we we were meeting with our patron and she said that she had listened to all of our bonus episodes now too. And Maggie and I just like kind of, I mean, I did, maybe you did not. I cringed a little bit because at the beginning of the bonus episodes like we were in such a different place and I was in a bad place mentally and she was like oh no I think you uh I think you pretty much sounded the same and I was like oh no see I think that's just because we we are more vulnerable on the bonus episodes but we still know how to like turn it on and be hosts so I think that's really what she meant not that you haven't changed at all (laughs) It just cracked me up. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, bad time. And she was like, no, you sounded good. And I was like, wow. (laughs) Was I able to put it on that well? Maybe. (laughs) I mean, I did edit those, so, you know. You're like, I actually cut out about 30 minutes of you crying in the middle. (laughs) Well... Like, you know, I I, interv- I do a podcast for work as well where I, I interview students about different stuff. And I always I have this spiel at the beginning where I'm like, I'm the editor and I want to make you look good. So I take out anything that's not going to make you look good. So where would I be without you? <laughs> <laughs> she makes me look good, y'all. <laughs> so there you go. That's all I got for Witching and Bitching. It's a short one. Last week we had a long episode. So I feel like 10 minutes of Witching and Bitching. Let's move on main episode okay perfect main episode we are pulling from a beginner's guide to numerology decode relationships maximize opportunities and discover your destiny by joy woodward we know our addendum Welcome to our learning journey. This means that we don't know it all and we don't claim to know it all. You're invited along to watch us do some active learning, some active growing as we've talked about throughout the two years we've done this podcast. If you (laughs) disagree or you just have more to add, you'd like to have a conversation with us, we love that. Please reach out to us. Our social medias are at Zodiac Bitches Pod. Our email, hello at ZodiacBitches.com. Our website, ZodiacBitches.com. If you know more than us, please reach out. Share your knowledge. It's a beautiful way for our community to grow. You just got to be nice. Okay, take us away. What are we learning about in numerology today? Okay, so we're kind of moving into a new section of the book, which is very exciting, right? So basically up until this point, we've put together our like core chart. And now we are moving into like almost the divination portion of numerology, right? So we are going to start learning about personal cycles. It says making the most out of every day, month, and here. So we are about to learn like where we are at in our personal cycle. Where you at? Where you at? <laughs> where you at? You know, I really want to make an app idea. It's like the NuvaRing birth control app. It tells you where you're at in your cycle, but it's for numerology. Joy. 
reach out to us. We're going to collab on this. It's going to be huge. It's going to be better than CoStar. <laughs> Unless right. CoStar wants to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, we're not saying no to a CoStar sponsor. Now, before we can really learn about our personal cycles, though, now I'm just going to be thinking about period cycles this whole time. Damn it. Okay, well... Before we can learn more about our personal cycles, we have to learn another number. So we, we, I think, I'm hoping this is the last number in our like chart. I was like, why didn't we learn this in the last section, Joy? But we have one more number that we have to learn, and it's called the attitude number. It says, before we get into cycles, we need to identify your attitude number, as this plays a role in calculating your personal cycle. So this is like, this number will help you figure out your personal cycle. Now, this number is how you present to the world, the attitude and vibration you naturally exude. So of course, I'm thinking like, this is very similar to your rising sign in astrology. So we're kind of about to learn our rising. There are nine attitude numbers. And the way that you find that is by adding the month that you were born with the day you were born. So for instance, I was born on November 4th. So in order to get my number, that's 11 plus four or one plus one plus four. And that equals six. My attitude number. I was thinking 11 plus four, 15 reduced down six. You can do it that way too. You can absolutely do it that way. (laughs) I'm just like, you know, don't get into numerology until you're done with math in school. That's all I'm going to say. I like numerology. I've really enjoyed numerology because I find a lot of it has been very accurate. Yes. But don't be taking calculus and also trying to do numerology because (laughs) numerology has its own rules. Well, but I mean, I feel like in numerology, it's really just, you know, it's almost lawless, I feel like, in the way you reduce down. It's like, just do it. Just reduce it, you know? You're in a lawless land of numbers where none of it makes really any sense, but it all makes, it all has a correct answer. That's the thing about math that pisses me off, is it doesn't make any goddamn sense, and yet there is a correct answer. Yes, there's multiple ways to get there. But there is one right answer. And it just frustrates the ever-living hell out of me. So, But you could do that both ways. So you could add it up to 15 and reduce back down to 6, or you could do 1 plus 1 plus 4 equals 6. Okay? (laughs) Either way, we're getting to 6, damn it. (laughs) 6 is the correct answer. Um, I had a key that Joy Joy gave me, and that's the only reason I know that it's the correct answer. Your attitude number is nine. (laughs) Nine! I don't know why I feel like doing a German accent this whole episode. Nine makes me very nervous, because nine is the one that's like, you will suffer, but you will be happy about it. But the attitude numbers, here's my other thing. It's like, this does not check out with what we were learning before. And you'll see why, because when I got a six attitude number, so we have been learning that six is kind of like the really nurturing one who's like almost like a mother. They take care of their like elderly parents, you know, like that's how six is supposed to be perceived in my, well, supposed to be perceived in what we have learned so far. 
the trend. That's not the attitude number six. Because I was excited. I was like, this makes sense to me. And then I got to my attitude number and I was like, I don't know if this is real, but I'm going to check with you and see what your opinion is. So attitude number six, uh, or this could be master number 33, but that's not how I got to it. So I don't get the master number. I just get the regular six. (laughs) It says capable, smart, and quick-minded. You are great in an emergency and even better at controlling the narrative. A brilliant spin doctor, you know what to do and who to call. Others see you as a perfectionist with great taste who's hesitant to veer from your own perfect vision of things. Now, this doesn't feel accurate to me, but a spin doctor? That was the one part I believed. Because I was like, listen, you think, I think you're thinking, let me tell you what you think. I think you're thinking spin doctor like somebody that comes in is like schmoozing everyone, right? Yes. You do have a persona that is like, I'm gentle and and birds talk to me and like, oh no, I'm just a tiny bit helpless. But you know, you're not helpless. You know what I mean? Like you are very capable. You survived a lot of things, but you have a lot of people that are like, Maggie, I'll just help you. I'll just help you. You know what I mean? Then I'm like, totally. And like, and that, you know, I've done it too. This is not a judgment. That like, you know, when you end up in a relationship where you're like, oh, this isn't a great relationship, but you'll be like, oh, he's amazing. This thing happened. And then this, th- and then you like, you like leave out all those parts where your friends are like, oh, I guess he sounds good, but you don't seem happy. That's like, fair. Mm-hmm. Can do that. <laughs> so I think, I think you do have a good narrative you've built. I mean, everyone has a narrative, so that's not a crazy concept, but um some of it seemed I don't know out there I guess what was the last part it said others see you as a perfectionist with great taste who's hesitant to veer from your own perfect vision of things I was like I mean I think sometimes you might get nervous to to veer from a plan but I don't think that's like because your vision that's simply anxiety my vision Maggie like I'm like I can't imagine being like this is my vision and I refuse to budge from it I think it's more anxiety than it is, you know, the a, a vision. Uh, it's the comfort of a plan, which is very comforting. That is fair. Yeah, I don't know Are, if I could buy into the whole thing. No, I, I, I just can't. I can't really buy into that. I'm like, I guess I could be a spin doctor. It just feels like my spinning doesn't, like, get me anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, listen, you got asked to play a character on that children's podcast. You know, what I mean? like, you get offered a lot of opportunities. They're not, of course, blockbuster movies, but like no, you've been fair. offered more opportunities to be part of stuff than I have. <laughs> that's fair. I did a thing for Stone Mountain too. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. She's a spin doctor. She spins. Your attitude number is nine. You, okay, I want to see what you think about this because okay. I have thoughts. You have an aura of confidence and charm to spare. People are often intimidated by you. The attitude of the nine can be polarizing. People will either love you or despise you. Anyone with something to hide will fear that you'll expose them on an unconscious level. Yeah, I'd say that's very accurate. I would say I'm an acquired taste and that's okay with me. (laughs) Like, that's spot on. Like, I was like, shit. And like, that last sentence is so true. Like, people who don't like you, I'm sorry, but that's what it is coming from. 
anyone with something to hide will fear that you'll expose them on an unconscious level. Sometimes I do it consciously. <laughs> I was feeling like you would expose them on their unconscious level. Yes, like it was yes. waking their fear on an unconscious level. I was like, shit, that's accurate. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I would say that's very accurate. That's why that improv guy didn't like you at that party. That's why he did that when he was like, I always felt like you didn't like me. It's because like he felt exposed by like how confident you are. Well, he was just like, what if someone doesn't like me? And that spoke to, I spoke to his insecurity because I just hadn't acknowledged him, but I didn't know I was supposed to. I just, I don't think of him. <laughs> I don't um, think of you. That I, the other day I met someone new, a nice, a nice gal. And she was like, you seem so cool. And I was like, is this the new phase of my life? No one's yeah. ever told me I was cool before. <laughs> This is the new phase of your life. Are you kidding me? You wear your denim jumpsuits. You're like doing yoga, walking across. Yesterday we did a photo shoot and Maggie Becker just walked across this log that had fallen over a river like it was nothing. Like she just walked backwards and forwards on. I had to sit on it and scoot my butt forward and Maggie just walked across it like she's, I, I don't know, you are cool. I don't know what to tell you. You're a yoga bitch, cool ass woman. I have to say, I've I've really gotten into overalls. I started getting into them at the beginning of quarantine. You really see how somebody might fixate on something when the world changes. <laughs> and I had a first pair of overalls then, and I put them on for our photo shoot, and it was like good and bad news because it was like bad news they didn't fit. Good news, it was because they didn't fit over my ass. You know, I was like, I'll take it. Hey, so now you're like the cool girl with a nice ass. <laughs> that, like the second part you always had, but. <laughs> I don't know. It became a, it became a choice. You know, I really worked for it. You did work for it, you know, but since I've known you. You've had that ass, you know. Um, I feel like we're running a little bit short today, so we can just. Do them all. Let's just do them all because I'm so ready to get to the personal cycle because I read ahead just a tiny bit and I was so excited. So y'all, we're going to kind of blow through these, you know, cursory. I'm going to do a nice little summary for you. And then we're next week, we're going to get to personal cycles because it's really cool. It's like, trust me, you're going to love it. I was like, wow, I'm in my personal cycle of this, this number. Wow. Wow. Okay. Here we go. Spin doctor. Trust me. Spin you're going to love it. <laughs> That's my new thing is I'm just going to spin everything to be positive. I'm like, it's great. You're going to love it. <laughs> You're going to like the way you look. <laughs> oh, God. If every, how about every time I'm a spin doctor, that's the voice that I use. Like, ah, you know, you're going to love the way you look. You're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about it. You're going to give me this part that I'm auditioning for. <laughs> oh, my God. What if every time you went into audition, you were like, hi. I'm Maggie Dillon. Here's my headshot. Here's my resume. And I really think I should be a part of your company. <laughs> Give me this part in your company. <laughs> I, feel, I feel, I feel really good about being here. <laughs> the directors would be like, this is a choice. Wow. Like, I feel like Listen, they would vibe with it. The double voice worked for Jim Gaffigan. He has an entire career where he goes, oh, no, what's that guy doing? Oh, God. <laughs> But you could just be like, like a, I don't know what, 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 where that accent 
hails from, but I like it. <laughs> well, it's originally from the warehouse, men's warehouse commercial, where that weird guy whispers, you gotta like the way you look. But now I've just taken it and morphed it into something else. You've spun it into something better. Spin doctor, that's me. I'm gonna, now I'm gonna change my Twitter bio to that. Spin doctor. <laughs> Okay, okay, attitude number one. We got to get through these, baby, so we can get to our personal life cycle. All right, you are an original. You put your unique signature on everything you do. You may come off as aggressive, but very confident and capable at the same time. You're full of enthusiasm and great ideas. You are not afraid of confrontation and can be very impulsive, not always considering the long-term consequences of your actions and decisions. Right. That was real straightforward. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> nothing to add. Stamp of approval. Number one, the attitudes are great. Maybe consider the long term a little more. Moisturize at night. I continue to have trouble with that. <laughs> you know, and my skin is not going to thank me in the future if I don't start moisturizing at night. Attitude number two or master 11. But it's not always both. So make sure you're paying attention there, baby. Your first impression on others is one of kindness, diplomacy, and patience. Your incredible sensitivity is often expressed as anxiety. Be aware of what you pick up from others. You do not need to take ownership of someone else's experiences, mood, opinions, or feelings. For the master number 11, add an intense amount of intuition and even more sensitivity to the two character traits. You are a master dreamer and intuitive force. You're at your best when you are inspiring others. I feel like this should be your number. Should you change your birthday? <laughs> I know. I was thinking because I often like, God, when people, I, I like, this is part of the reason why I can't watch movies about like war and stuff is I like, I take on whatever you're, whatever energy you're giving me, I take that on. And like, it is uncomfortable. I, I don't need to make anyone else's experience, mood, opinions, or feelings my thing. And yet, I cannot separate TV from, from reality. And yet, you're gonna like the way you look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I should spin this. And also the fact that my sensitivity is expressed as anxiety, I was like, yup. Maybe this is my number. Just kidding, I'm a spin doctor. Attitude number three. You come across as happy and carefree, but you are very sensitive and secretly fear criticism and disapproval. Maybe this should be my number. <laughs> you can be scattered, often telling more than one story at a time. You love to laugh and make others laugh. You're extremely social, smart, and witty. You can seem moody and hard on yourself. There's no need to carry that emotional baggage around. Work through it and don't take everything so personally. I always have you ever met those people who are genuinely like little Disney princesses and I'm just like are they like that all the time like I need to know like they're so lovely to be around I'm like what are you like at home like when you when you make an egg in the morning like what are you like is this you <laughs> oh sometimes I'm just like I do worry about those types of people like I'm like are you ever mean in your head? Like maybe they're just people who have gotten really good at thinking the bad mean thoughts. I don't want to label them as bad at thinking mean thoughts and then choosing to act against that thought. You know what I mean? Because in the end, that's what it all comes down to is, is what we choose to say rather than what we're actually thinking. But you know, like I do wonder like what's going on 
in that head or is there is their brain just really is their brain a spin doctor and i my other thing which is like i don't know gross i guess is i always think like what are you like in the bedroom like when you're just a tiny little Disney princess, I'm like, what are you like? Like, are you like weird? Like, are you like crazy into BDSM? Like what? Yeah. Like- <laughs> I feel like that is exactly what it has to be. Like there's no, I don't know. It's really hard for me to imagine like people having sex and just being like really like sweet and like, not like, that sounds horrible. That sounds like I've never had nice sex in my life. Jesus. No, I've had nice, wonderful sex. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I just can't imagine someone being like, oh, thank you, you know, like, in the bedroom. Like, it's like, come on, you gotta get a little bit, like, more passionate, you know? <laughs> well, I just, like, are they just like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Just like that voice. I can't imagine that, like, princess voice, like, you know, get nailed. It just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I know it happens, but <laughs> is this you? You know, are you listening and you're like, this is me? If you're comfortable, would love to talk about it. Need to know. <laughs> We're on a need to know basis <laughs> about Disney princess sex life. <laughs> now, attitude number four or master number 22 emotionally elusive you must be careful of coming across as unfeeling or cold showing vulnerability with your feelings doesn't have to be a weakness you love rules justice and for things to be fair you appreciate it when others pick up on your organizational and management skills now this one sounds just like the four that we've read about which I feel like does not apply to six or nine, but okay. Master number 22 has the energy of the four amped up to the powerful master builder of the 22. Others will see your great capacity for building something of lasting values. Keep your ego in check. You may appear self-absorbed. I feel like a master number 22 would be on Coke. For sure. Four's energy and amping it up. They are on Coke for sure. Oh, God. Okay. Attitude number five. You use your charisma to navigate through and get what you want out of life. You prefer... How is that different from a spin doctor? Well, I'm... Call me jealous. This is the same as mine. You prefer a jet-fueled existence of adventure and fun. You seem to fear nothing and are always looking for a rush. You function best in an environment that's constantly changing, dynamic, and even chaotic. Others will pick up on your intolerance of boredom. Okay, I now see the difference. So one is that, like, you actually believe that everything is, like, great. Like, you're using your charisma because you're like, yeah, like, I am awesome. This is amazing. And I'm a spin doctor because I don't think that but I can put that energy out. Yes, I think this number is somebody who goes on Survivor. Well, that could be me, Maggie. Yes. <laughs> Maggie, who watched me try to navigate the fallen log yesterday by scooting my butt across it, she was like, this woman will never be on Survivor, but I will be on it. Here's what I'll say, is you would be on Survivor, but again, you would be spin-doctoring it, because you would be like that Courtney or whatever from that season I watched who was completely 
no offense, useless in all of the challenges, but somehow made it to like the final three or something. Because of the mental gameplay. I could do the mental gameplay and I could do the swimming challenges. Everything else she would be really bad at. She would not be good at. Okay, so we already did six. Attitude number seven. You feel like small talk actually could kill you. If it involves fake smiling, you would rather stay home. You love a good spreadsheet. This makes you seem standoffish and aloof. What, their love of a spreadsheet? Listen, I know many people who love a spreadsheet who I think are wonderful people. I think it's just their unwillingness to play the game. You have an air of mystery about you because you like to keep your cards close. You would much rather observe and ask questions than share anything too personal. Maggie is shaking her head. No, she hates it. This is just like that guy that you want to date, you know, where you're like, I think he's really mysterious, but like really he's just not emotionally vulnerable. You know, you're like, what's he thinking about? And it's just like anything. He's just not communicating, you know? He's telling you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then too, you know, listen, I get it. I don't like small talk either. But how are you supposed to get to know someone for real if you don't at first small talk? You can't just jump in there without any, you know. No, because people on dating apps who are like, I hate small talk. Let's talk about real things. I'm like what is a quote-unquote real thing anyway and also because I don't know you it's all gonna seem like small talk until we get to know each other you can't just like immediately launch into the deep end no like it is small talk like getting to know someone means small this is why I hated dating is because like it, it means small talk that's what you have to do to get to know someone because like, you know, you need the lubrication. Well, yeah, to you get gotta know, like, first what snack foods they're into before you know, you know, like, their family life. And then, you know, like, you just... <laughs> like, what do you... You want me to talk about my childhood trauma before you even know, like, my last name or where I'm from? I'm like, we're not gonna talk about my trauma until, like, you know the outer layer of me. You don't get the inner layer. Like, that just seems lazy to me. I'm like, that's laziness right there. Attitude number eight, born to lead. And oh, this is our last one because we already did nine. So this is the finale. <laughs> this is the big one, y'all. I, I, I prepped you for it. No. All right. Attitude number eight, born to lead. And when balanced, this number is unstoppable. With desires and dedication to spare, your dreams are big, which often sets you up for disappointment. You project confidence and work to maintain a successful image. At times, tactless and opinionated, you despise time wasters. Time is money, after all, and it can provide the stability, security, and freedom you desire. If you find yourself with a lack of resources or control, you can adopt a defeatist attitude and get angry. Karma comes back on you quickly, good or bad. That's real Capricorn energy. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. That whole time is money mentality, like, cracks me up. But they're right. It can't, my Capricorn, you know, my Capricorn uh, rising is like, well, it can provide the stability, security, and freedom you desire. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like, money's not so bad. It's because I actually have, like, a little bit now, you know? Like, I'm like, well, money is, uh kind of awesome. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I can buy, I last night, I bought one of those shaker balls that mix together your protein shake in your milk. Yeah, I bought one of those things and I bought protein powder, a whole like bottle of it. Yes. It's really expensive. Those protein, those protein things are really expensive. It was $25. (laughs) And I was definitely feeling that expense in my grocery cart. Let me tell you, you know, cause groceries, I don't want to spend that much, but when you bought, you added a $25, but the thing is, is cause I always buy protein shakes for the morning to drink. And really I'm just contributing more plastic because well, now they all work from home. So you're not in a rush. Exactly. I can do that. And we have a dishwasher now, so I can, you know, I can shake it up in that, in my new little blender ball and then wash the dishes because I don't have to do it by hand. I couldn't do it before. I'm going to be honest. I work from home now and I still wouldn't be doing those dishes by hand. They would still be in the sink. Yeah. I hate doing dishes. Like even I'll fry an egg in the morning and then I'm like, now I have to wash this pan. <laughs> and normally like the pan is totally clean. Cause you fry, you don't do scrambled. You do yeah. like an over easy egg. So it's like just a clean pan. You're like, I got to wash this. I have to rinse this out. <laughs> All right. And that is, uh, that's our lesson for today. I'm really excited. I wanted, I am excited for this week, of course, too. I don't want to put negative energy on this week, but I'm just so ready to get into the personal cycles. She wants to know where she's at. Tell me my chart. <laughs> Tell me where I'm at in my life so I can spin it to where I want it to be. Somebody tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's really why we started this podcast. <laughs> Somebody tell me what to do, please. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then there are so many ways that you can support us. Monetarily, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Zodiac Bitches. We have two, five, and $10 tiers. For, or if you know that's not in your wheelhouse, then you can leave us a review on iTunes. Let's go five stars. If you've got less than that, let's talk. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you don't want to do that, you can recommend us to a friend. You can recommend us to a stranger. Stranger danger, though. And, of course, you can always reach out to us. We love hearing from all of you. And you always either have a-hole or astrologies, which are great to discuss. People really responded to the two from last week. Or you maybe have an angel or astrology, or you simply have something to say. We always appreciate that. It's been really fun. Somebody reached out and said they were from Alaska, and we were like, oh, my God. (laughs) And across the world, people are loving us. They're going to love the way we look. (laughs) I'm Maggie B. And I'm Maggie D. May your stars align. 